Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mike Silva Show. Welcome to the Mike Silva Show, episode number four. Here with a good friend of mine, Antonio Bonami. We're going to talk a little bit about relationships and things of that nature. So, I don't know how serious or how how deep you want to get into it. Talk about your current relationship status. Oh, I don't care, bro. It's it's whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we can do whatever. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's been pretty crazy, man. I mean, you talk about you know you you said you're what eight months now. It's fucking got out of some shit. I was four and a half years, bro. You know, so. It was pretty crazy, like, me and her, like, I think we just kind of, we it started off really well, like, you know, you have that honeymoon phase where you two are just, like, mm-hmm. so into each other, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you're having sex all the fucking time, you know what I mean? You can say whatever okay, you want, okay. yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> free-flowing so, conversation. So, I mean, you know, you're having sex all the time, and I think that's how she got me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is, this is what I'm about, and... You know, we, 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 we definitely, like, listen to the same type of music. We had a lot of stuff in common. Um, and it was, I would say it was good for the first, like, two years. And then, like, after that, I think we got together back when we were, like, 20. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, around 21, 22, you know, so as time went on, I think we just kind of grew into, like, two different people. I think when you're, like, you're in your early 20s to, like, me, almost not necessarily late, but, like, mid-20s, you just kind of really start to find yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And really start to understand, like, what you want out of someone else. And I think that was something to where, like, we just kind of grew into two different people, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. and I, I kind of have a theory, and I guess it, it I used to always kind of apply it to women, but I guess yeah. the same could be said about men. I feel like if you're dating somebody, like, women are different mm-hmm. every year or so. Between yeah. 18 and 25, yeah. they're completely different. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like you're dating somebody... When they're 18 to 20, they're one way, and then all of a sudden they want to get married or something, and you're like, wow, we're so young. What are you talking about? And then it's like they hit 22, 23, and then they want to pump the brakes, and then it's just a weird, vicious circle, but it's like it's a different person every couple years. It's it's crazy. So, you know, it's like what I started seeing from her, too, is I saw, like, a lot of, like, her mom, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's a huge thing. It's, it was huge, man, and you didn't really, you don't notice that stuff until, like, you start to be around the family more, and you're like, oh, wow, like, you're really like your mom, that, and it could be a good or bad thing, you exactly. know what I mean? So, exactly. like, in her instance, there were a lot of good things, but, like, one of the biggest things that her and her mom share is the, like, being a huge drama queen, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, blowing up all the biggest stuff, and I'm the type of person where, like, I don't let stuff phase me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I get over stuff pretty quickly. Like, yeah. I'm just kind of like a, a, a duck in water. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> okay. water just rolls off my back, bro. So, it's yeah. like, when it's, like, small stuff blows into huge stuff, I'm like, you realize that, like, we could have just, like, resolved this 10 minutes ago and yeah. then we wouldn't be arguing for an hour. You know? Yeah, there are certain things, I guess, that make me more upset than others. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good about... I think my one thing is I don't like feeling. I, I realized this the other day. I'm taking a shower. You know, you always yeah. do your deepest thoughts in the yeah, shower. Yeah, always. Deepest thinking, <laughs> every man. single time. You get out of the shower, the you forget. Thoughts. Half yeah. the time, you forget everything you thought about. But I'm in the shower and I'm like, you know what? I think my biggest weakness is I don't like feeling insignificant. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's a common human, yeah. you know, a common human Quality, feeling yeah. is yeah. that you don't want to feel insignificant. You know, where do I fit into the greater part of the 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 greater piece of the puzzle you know Mm -hmm. my thing is i don't like feeling insignificant so 
that is, you know, any issue that I have mm-hmm. is tied to that. Yeah. So if it's a relation problem, relationship problem, I'll feel insignificant if, you know, let's say you have to actually like the girl first of yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you yeah, can date yeah. you can date some people, and I've been in relationships before where you you just don't like. You're like, I realize I don't really like this person. Yeah. And then a couple of years <laughs> in, you're like, let me get out of this yeah, now, exactly. as I already wasted all this time. But you like the person, you know, a little bit of jealousy is going to be a natural tendency. Yeah, yeah. So if like like things come up from the past, mm-hmm. you know, it, it waters down some of your, I guess, importance. Not really, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the insecure human. Thought process is going to tell me, oh, well, there are others before me, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, but yeah. until you actually think about it, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I'm like, damn, that makes me feel insignificant. Mm-hmm. Then that makes me upset. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if it's like, uh, hey, you know, let's let, let's go do this. And, you know, I, I feel like if I'm not... Here's one thing. I'm not a big, like, oh, I need to know where you're at every five seconds. Yeah, I need to know when you're taking a shit. I need to know when you're doing this. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But my thing is, I'm like, all right, if you're going to go do something, I want to at least know that you're safe. Yeah, exactly. You know, let me know. Exactly. If I don't get any kind of, like, check-in kind of thing, I don't want to say check-in, but I feel insignificant. Yeah. So I get upset, and I'm like, I'm not expecting you to tell me every five seconds what you're doing. I just want to know when you get from A to B to C Mm -hmm. that you're safe. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to know if you're going to be here tonight or you're going to be somewhere else, you know? And it's not even necessarily like, oh, I can't be alone, but... I'd like to have, you know, the significant over, significant other over, or, you know, if not, you want to make other plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those are things that make me upset, but most everything else Mm -hmm. that people normally get upset about, I don't. Yeah. I'm the type that if I know something is, like, over, Mm -hmm. I'm able to move on from it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, like, you could look at, like, relationships or just life problems. I'm Mm -hmm. good about, you know, is there any way I can resolve this? Mm -hmm. No. All right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it's no. something that can be fixed, I will. But if it's like, all right, I know this isn't going to be fixed. This is wasting everybody's time. Let's yeah. carry on. Yeah, there's no point in dwelling on stuff. That's that's for sure. And I mean, that's 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 pretty interesting too. I think, you know, one of the one of the other things that I, I've realized, even about myself, right? So I think sometimes we we often talk about the other person, but I think in a lot of relationships, sometimes the issues you share blame on both ends, right? So I realized in myself, and this just comes from my mom, that. I can be like I can be an asshole sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes the words that come out of my mouth, although come from a good place, like my my yeah. my message, the way I'm giving it to you, you right. know, isn't always the best. So that's something that I kind of have to work on. And I think I think she didn't come from a place to where like she ever heard anybody talk to her like 100 before, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay, keeping it real. So yeah, like. I kind of feel as I used to call it keeping re- real, but she was just like, "No, you're just <laughs> you're just rude as hell." You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like I said, I just got that from my mom. Like my mom never held back on like what she wanted to say. So, I got I got a lot of that as well. And if I feel something or I think something, like I'm gonna just tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that was something that I kind of shared a lot of that blame in that as well. And then it's just kind of like that whole blowing up thing with her. It was like, well, why can't you just like understand that? Even though I'm saying it, it might come up, come a little off, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's not coming from, like, it's not in malice, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. coming from a good place. So just kind of, like, fix it. And it's the whole weight loss thing, too, you know? I think everybody has that that kind of issue. Like, you're with a girl, and she's a certain body weight, and then, like, over time, you know, it kind of gets relaxed, and, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, you sign up for one thing, and then and then over time, like, whether she's working out or not working out, whatever, you know, I think everyone in a relationship starts to gain some weight. Oh, yeah. So, it's always a touchy subject. I yeah. mean, you don't want to say, hey, you know, it's getting bad. 
Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, you don't care that much. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. You might just say, hey, you know, I noticed this. But, of course, boom, it's an explosion See, now. And, and that's the thing, bro. So when you say, like, it doesn't matter that much, that's the truth. Like, for me, it wasn't anything to where I was like, oh, wow, I don't like you. You're not attractive to me anymore mm-hmm. because you're gaining weight. But the issue was it was like a deadly circle, right? So it was like because you were gaining weight, you were insecure in yourself. And yeah. because you were insecure in yourself, we weren't having sex. And because we were having sex, you know, you kind of, like, started yeah. to be more insecure. Well, my you know big I mean? thing is, like, if my significant other is going to have bad eating habits, mm-hmm. it's going to wear off of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not even like, oh, you're gaining weight. It's just kind of like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this to myself, exactly. but I have no willpower. You're going <laughs> to eat the pizza. I'm going to eat the damn pizza. Exactly. It's, it's more like I'm pissed mm-hmm. off with myself, yeah. you know, because I know I don't have the willpower to overcome it. But yeah. Yeah, it's always a it's always a slippery slope. I think yeah. the thing is, too, though, in most cases, I want to say guys are more fact and logic-based. Absolutely. Whereas women are more like the emotional or, oh, why'd you say it that way? Yeah. It's not... Yeah. For me, it's like, why did you say that? What, what factually, what mm-hmm. are you saying? Yeah, like, you said this. Mm-hmm. This is what I thought you were saying, yeah. just based on facts. Yeah. You know, they're not lining up. Yeah. What do you really mean? Like, tell exactly. me exactly. Be straight Whereas out. Whereas them, it would be like, oh, the way you said that, the yeah. tone you said that, yeah. the you know, oh, and I guess yeah. with. And they start thinking like they don't really ask like, hey, what are you? What do you mean? They're like, oh, he must mean this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the problem with that is they're basing things off assumption. They're acting as if. Their assumption, their perception is the reality. So everything they're doing spins off of what they think is happening, yeah. what they think you feel, as opposed mm-hmm. to just tackling the problem head on. Exactly. And that that was my problem, you know? It wasn't like, oh, I think any less of you, but when it came to the point to where sometimes, like, she was like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm like, well, go work out. Yeah. You know? And then it was like, oh, no, I don't want to work out. I'm like, well, why not? Like, you have an issue. There's a way to fix it. Go yeah, fix it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> Go fix it. The, it's so tough because I used to have a problem with weight. Mm-hmm. You know, Fat Mike. I always refer to myself <laughs> as Fat Mike. But it was just... It's so much easier to not do. Mm-hmm. You know, to not do something. Oh, yeah. So significantly easier. I mean, you, you know? simply don't do anything. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> to, you know, change something, it's almost you have to change a habit. It's not like you a do. one-time thing. You have to develop a habit, a yeah. chore, a, a month, routine, you know, routine. Yeah. I hate to say chore, but at this point, working out, I don't even so much like working out, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I treat it as a chore. I treat mm-hmm. it as car maintenance. Yeah. I treat it as it's a, a necessary part of life. evil, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I'm in there three times a week. You know, yeah. it's probably on the average to, you know, okay side. Yeah, yeah. You know, three times a week I go in there, I go hard. I don't play, play around or waste time. Mm-hmm. But that's the way I treat it. And yeah. it was just kind of an active decision whenever I was at that weight where I was like, I need to do this because this is better for my health. I'll feel better about myself, have more exactly. confidence. Exactly. People will take me more seriously. And that's not to say overweight people aren't taken seriously, but I knew then people saw me in a different light than they mm-hmm. do now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's, you know, maybe it is that, that confidence, that inner, the way you feel after you lose that weight. And people understand, too, that when, you, when you're the type of person that works out, like, it requires dedication, determination, discipline. you know, discipline. Yeah. Right, so people understand that, and they see like, oh, this guy is actually dedicated to something. Yeah. So that's probably another piece as to why, like, you kind of feel as though people treat you a little bit different yeah. too. Yeah, and I mean, it's interesting because, like you said, you identify. I'm very problem solving, mm-hmm. very oriented that yeah, way. It's where I'm like, line, yeah. 
here's the issue. Here's some possible solutions. Mm -hmm. Let's make an executive decision. Yeah. And <laughs> let's just do it. You, you know, know? exactly. So it's like, make it happen. yeah, it's like, all right, let's do something like that. If you see a problem, like you said in your case, if she was feeling, you know, unhappy or I just feel, you know, you know, very blah and, mm -hmm. you know, loafish today, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. All right. Like you said, exercise. Yeah. It's not that you're saying you're fat. You need to exercise. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't feel well. Mm -hmm. You're saying that you ate poorly, whatever, and you mm -hmm. feel all blah. Mm -hmm. Why don't you exercise? It'll yeah. make you feel better. Exactly. Exercise actually makes you feel better. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I understand that case. But drawing back to something you said earlier um, with relationships and mm -hmm. you're basically dating their mom, mm -hmm. there's a lot to that. And like yeah. you said, I mean, it's very important to know ahead of time what you're getting into. Absolutely. So... Because I've been in situations in the past where kind of the same thing, where I go in and I'm like, she's kind of got something about her. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And then you meet the mom and you're like, oh my God, this is yeah. the exact yeah. same person. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I've been in situations in the past where it was like, ooh, no, this is everything that's bad about you is because of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're like, you're just becoming another one of those, mm -hmm. you know. On the flip side, though, if it's good, it's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in a situation That's now where I'm like, dude, your mom is awesome. Yeah. She's a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. You know, she's a great spirited person, very nice, genuine. I'm like, that's where you get the positive traits exactly. from. Exactly. You know, that's it works both ways. Yeah. It definitely works both ways, but there's so much to that. The funny thing is, like, guys, I don't know if we have that, oh, you're just like your father kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I think yeah, the only trait, person probably said things. that is your, you know, the mom. The mom, right? of course, of course. I've heard <laughs> that like your dad. countless times, like, oh my god, you remind me just of your dad right now, and I'm like, how, you know? Yeah, but. yeah, you know, you don't, you typically don't. I don't know if 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 people say that. I the last girl that I was dating, she used to tell me like, oh my goodness, you're just like your mom. You know, she would say that sometimes, but yeah. I don't think it's as often for guys because you know, depending on your situation, right? Whether or not you grew up with both parents or. You know, you had stepmom or stepdad or whatever. You really, I think, for guys, like, grow up completely different. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you have people who make impressions on you. But I think it's I think it's different. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, I think it's kind of like what you were saying with, you know, or I guess I was saying, we were saying women are different every couple of years when you date them. Mm -hmm. There comes a point in a guy's life, and I can speak on personal experience, where you hit a certain point where it feels like, Okay, I'm an adult mm -hmm. technically, legally. Mm -hmm. I'm over eighteen, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'm if I've made that leap yet into adulthood. Yeah, and then it becomes all right. What are some things that I need to do to not only identify who I really am as a person, but some of the things that I can do to prove myself to myself? Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes you have to. Yeah. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody else, but if you don't believe in yourself, then you got a big problem. Who will? Yeah, you can't carry out anything if you don't have that confidence or you feel fulfilled. With whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it becomes about, okay, this is what I, you know, this is how I am. These are some of the things that I need to achieve. Mm -hmm. These are some of the goals that I need to set. These are some of the things that I need to do to make me know, like, okay, I am a man. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what it becomes. It yeah. comes to a certain point like that where you got to go out and just yeah. more or less man up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta figure stuff out. And it's crazy. I think, you know, we derive so many things um, or qualities rather, as you start to grow and progress and, and you have things make impressions on you. I know like there's one thing that I always, always, always say, like whenever I'm like down or having an issue or kind of feeling a little off with anything. And it, it, it's weird because it's so, um, 
it, it's 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 pretty deep. You know what I mean? And and it's coming from the most unlikely person ever. Uh, and it's a quote from Jock. <laughs> Shout out, Jock. <clears throat> no, Jock is pretty dope though. But this, this is something so profound, and it came from Ric Flair. Like, okay. Craziest thing, right? Okay. So he says, and it's it, in the beginning, like of a conference. I guess he's about to go wrestle somebody, and somebody's talking crap or whatever. Uh-huh. And he says, he's like, <clears throat> he's like, if you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life's ups and downs. If you're a real man. You never go down. You just stay up. And that kind of just like blew my mind, bro. Because it's like whenever like I have an issue or I feel like I'm down or not in the right place, like I'm just like, you don't cry about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like life has ups and downs. Things are going to go bad. Things are going to go up, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you kind of have that extra piece that he says, if you're a real man, you never go down. You just stay up. And I think I think that's more not so necessarily so much about like you're never going to be on the bad side. But I think. It's just like a state of mind. Attitude. Right? It's all your attitude. You, you're always staying positive and you're always keeping it going. So that's just one thing that kind of went, you know, as we're talking about kind of growing up and, and, and being a man or whatever and impressions mm-hmm. and stuff. That's one quote that I always say to myself. I need to get like a poster made in it. Yeah, so, you, like, should, you know what I mean? You like should. hanging shit up in my, in my, in my apartment. So. I think for me, it's something similar. You know, I'll tell people too when, they, when they're stressed out or they're having issues I know for me, and this isn't just like, oh, I'm blessed, and I'm very grateful with everything I've had, mm-hmm. and I've had a blessed lifestyle. I'm blessed, you know, that's <laughs> not all cliche, but uh, to me, it was always like, when have I ever been faced with adversity that I haven't overcome, mm-hmm. or at least gotten through? Mm-hmm. That's you true, know? too. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I have this issue, even as minor as schoolwork, mm-hmm. you know, you get to... You know, your essay is due tomorrow in the AM, and you're like, shit, I haven't even started. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Yeah. Then I sit there, and I'm like, how many times have I done this and proved myself? Yeah. Like, you got this. And yeah. then it's like, all right, you stretch your little fingers, crack them, you start yeah. typing away, and you finish, turn it in. Hash it up. You know, and that's what it is. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is, you know, I, I you, you get stressed out initially, and then I just sit there, and I'm like, all right, breathe a little bit, and then I'm like, when have I ever not overcome? Mm-hmm. You know, never. Yeah. And that's not to say I will never find something that is an insurmountable, you know, adversary. But it's just it, like you said, attitude, mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I know I can do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna sit around and mope about it. I'm gonna act. Exactly. You know? That's the thing I think that gets a lot of people too. You gotta act. You gotta. If you just kind of sit around, mope about it, and you just sit and let it wallow, you know what I yeah. mean? You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything better yourself. You know what I mean? You always got to continue to try to grow and just make stuff happen. And I think yeah. that's that's one that's another quality that I always try to like instill in people and, and something that I, I think I, I guess I got from my mom was, you know, she, whenever there was like an issue or adversity, she was never stagnant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, she was never complacent. It was just yeah. like, hey, this is what I need to do and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right? Her motivation was a little bit different because it was like, I need to do this for my kids. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think the, the 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 joint or the most important piece of that has definitely came and and uh, instilled itself somewhere in me too. So, and then when you think about mindset, like I believe heavily in the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that capability, just that belief that what you put out is is what you're going to get. So putting out good vibes, doing good things, thinking yeah. positively. You know, I really like. I think people sometimes call it luck, but I feel like it's just... You create you just your kinda, luck. Yeah, you create your luck just by being, you know, a genuinely mm-hmm. good person. 
you know, stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's pretty crazy, but... Yeah, I mean, there are certain notions that I believe some people get lucky in mm-hmm. certain situations. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do have some situation where it's like a divine intervention, like I was telling you earlier, though. Yeah. Damn near death experience. Yeah. I don't want to say anything to freak crazy. people out, but... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time, though, you hear people say, like, oh, this is that's a lucky person. He's mm-hmm. a lucky person. He's just always looking out. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to say... Give the dude credit. That yeah, like yeah. is luck a skill? Is yeah. that like an ability that somebody can develop? I mean, in certain cases, it is. It's knowing how to deal with tough situations mm-hmm. and getting out of it scot free. Exactly. You know, I feel like there's a lot of tough situations I've been in where not necessarily bullshitted my way out of it, yeah. but I've at least talked my way maybe into convincing the other person. Or exactly. yeah, you just and, know and how to move. You know exactly because you yeah. got to know. All right. Like you said, positioning it the right way. Mm-hmm. Is this really this big of a deal? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And then depending on what the answer is, then you go from there. Yes? All right, well, a little bit more work, but let's mm-hmm. sit down and figure this out. Exactly. No? All right, cool. Why are we sweating about it? Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. So. So that's kind of where I'm at with that with that relationship, man. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I got some, some other things in the works, so we'll see how that goes. It's always Most, good. Most unlikely stuff, right? You know, it's just those kind of things <laughs> where they just kind of just kind of happen, and you don't even necessarily put any work in. I got this one girl. We were actually so she was my team lead. You know what I mean? So uh, it was something okay. we had like a group project. Never thought anything about it. You know, it, it wasn't anything major. We kind of flirt here and there. Right. Really smart chick, Hispanic dimples. You know, so that's just kind of like those two things. Like right up my alley. Oh, and you gotta have body too. Those three things are right up my alley, you know what I mean? So, but I was like, all right, cool, yada, yada, yada. She's extremely smart. I didn't think nothing of it, but like I said, we were flirting every now and then. And then there was one night I invited her out. Um, or no, I was I was going to invite her out, but we she ended up already being in Midtown. And it was uh, my boy Chris Torres' birthday. So we went out for him or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, he we ended up at Dogwood. And I was like, yo, I'm over here at Dogwood as well. Come through. And again, it wasn't even anything major. Like, I was just like, you know, I bought her and her friend a drink or whatever. We were just kind of talking. You know, Jock, of course, he was like chopping it up. He was a little (laughs) throwed, man. You know, so he was like. Did he have two beers? (laughs) (laughs) That's all he had. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) you know, Jock, he did, oh, man, I can't drink beer. Beer gets me hyped, bro. You know how, you know what beer does. We're clouded Jock, but he's gonna be on here. We love Jock. That's why we talk about him so much. We love. Oh, Jock is my ace, man. Jock is Jock's, I tell everything to Jock, but anyway, yeah. so you know, so he's chopping it up with her, basically saying I didn't even really get a chance to talk to her that night. You know, I bought her a drink or whatever, and it's it's the craziest thing, bro. We, um, I was texting her, just making sure she was good or whatever, and. Uh, I pulled, I pulled an Alfonso. Now, the reason I call us an Alfonso, right, quick side story. This dude, we used to know, we used to work with this dude. Um, and uh, it was this one night he pulled, like, well, he, he'd been knowing this, like, super bad Hispanic chick, right? Yeah. And uh, she worked with him. He knew. We all basically worked at the same location. Um, well, he worked at a different location, but he knew her from there. And uh, me, it was me, Jack. And him, and we went out to this club, and she was there, I know her, we were dancing, he was dancing, yada, 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 yada. So I called this Alfonso because he, she lived far away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, well, I live right around the corner, you know, uh, speak of the devil, Jack, calling me right now. <laughs> um, I live around the corner, 
I don't want you to have to drive all the way home. You know what I mean? Because her drive was like literally yeah. like 45 minutes from where we were. I, I don't want you to have to drive all the way home. Why don't you just come by my place and just leave in the morning? Like when you, when you're, you know what I mean? When you're we've feeling good. We've been there. Right? So we've been there. So of course he hit, he knocks it out the park. So I call it Alfonso. So same deal. You know, she lived far as hell. I'll buy like Tomball. You know, we're downtown. So I was like, well, why don't you just stop by a place like, I don't, I, you're sleepy, it's 2 o'clock in the yeah. morning, I don't want you to have to drive all the way home. I'll sleep on the couch, you know, you can have my bed yep, or whatever. Yep. You know, you like. sleep on the couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, she was like, well, I, I'm not going to stay by your place, but I do need to use the restroom. And I was like. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, you need it. You could use the restroom where we're at, but you want to come to my place. Whatever. Cool. I'll play along. So, uh, you know, she comes. Um, uses the restroom and um, she sits down on the couch. So I was like, "Okay, bet I put something on, you know, Netflix and chill or whatever." And uh, you know, we're just kind of chopping it up because we we went through this competition together and we actually like we went pretty hard. We got second place um, at this Halliburton competition. So we were putting in some work or whatever, and uh, we were talking about that and just talking about a whole bunch of different stuff. And then she kind of just like we were sitting on opposite sides of my couch, but. She started, like, putting her fingers, like, near me, and, like, you know, we started, like, being getting a little closer or whatever, and I was, like, sorry, I just... Break the touch barrier. It, yeah, it broke that yeah. touch barrier, and then I just kissed her finger or whatever, and then it was smallest thing kind of left from there, and then I ended up banging it out that night or whatever, so <laughs> it's, uh, you know, ever since then, it's kind of, like, it's something to where she's a little bit younger than I am, but um, we, we, we definitely vibe together. She's, like, half, I think it's El Salvadoran, half Mexican, so... You know, pretty chick, um, really cool personality, like, completely different. And I think that's what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for girls who are completely different from what I had before because I think that's piece of the reason why, like, we didn't make it. And when I say that, like, this girl, she's, like, I could be completely 100 with her and she's cool with it. Or she'll joke back. You know what I mean? Like, she'll throw, you know, little, little, little quirks and little, uh, little words back at me or whatever. So... You know, she's she's super cool and we you know, we've been hanging out every once in a while. It hasn't really crossed to the plus one phase yet, but okay. um we kinda both said like, because she got out of a relationship in March and it was like a five year relationship. This girl, she's like twenty two, twenty three, so she wow. got together with him when he was like eighteen, you know what I mean? So yeah. different person then, different person. Did, now. Different person now, different person, you know what now. I mean? So that's the thing, like we both were like, yo, like we don't we're not looking for a relationship, you know? So it's cool that we we kinda got that knocked out immediately. Um so we're just kinda we're just kinda chilling, you know what I mean? Just kinda knocking it out every once in a while. But lately it's gotten kinda kinda serious, so we probably kinda need to like let it back up a little bit. Like we've been texting like on a regular and uh, shit like see, that. Okay, so. but question though, question then. Why why do you feel the need to back it up? Well, I mean, so I feel like I know myself and I know even if I was to catch feelings, which like I think we both kinda are that I could still hold it to a place to where, like, yo, we're just friends with benefits. You know what I mean? But sometimes you never know with women. You know what I mean? So I think I could just come out and ask her, like, yo, we're, we're getting pretty close. We need to still make sure we're friends with benefits. But I think that's kind of, like, the rude side of me, right? Like, I'm talking about how I'm, like, just straight up with people. You know, I don't want to, like, offend anybody or, you know, make them feel uncomfortable or whatever. So I feel like instead of maybe just being the old, you know, Antonio, just saying, hey, like, we're getting kind of cool. Like, we probably just need to make sure that we don't pass that, you know. Um, 
I just think like maybe we should just kind of just pump the. Is it a timing thing? You're thinking you don't want anything serious at this point. Oh, I know. I don't want anything serious. Like, and that's that's kind of like the 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 the, that scale, man. Like, she's a really cool girl. Would she be dope to be in a relationship with? Absolutely. But I feel like I'm still at that place to where I really need to like see what else is out there. You know what I mean? Like. Just getting with, like... There's shit. something to that. Because, I mean, I was in something for, you know, six and a half, seven years. Yeah, I don't right. even remember how long it was now. Just it was a minute, huge bro. chunk <laughs> of my life. And it got to the point where it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was definitely not the reason why. Yeah, you know, it became yeah. she had different goals, I had different goals. Which, mm-hmm. with people that actually know the situation, yeah. like, you idiot, Mike, you knew what the goals are. Why yeah. did you stick around that long? <laughs> but it kind of became, okay, this is what she wants, this is what I want, you know division of that Mm -hmm. but you know after the fact of course you're gonna say well you know six and a half seven years let let me see what else is out there you're gonna date around law of averages odds Mm -hmm. are you're gonna find something yeah so there's definitely something to that you know i will say the big notion though is the timing thing yeah so a lot of people say you know oh it's all about timing timing is everything Mm -hmm. i'm more in the belief that i don't know if timing is really a thing at least for me the way that i see it for me, it's about finding somebody that I can actually be friends with mm-hmm. and, you know, have conversations with mm-hmm. and they're similar personalities, similar interests, maybe not all the same interests, but somebody outgoing like me. You know, if I find somebody that is my right type of person, mm-hmm. then I feel like, all right, well, I'm not going to shy away from trying it out. Yeah. And it's not to say that, you know, oh, I'm sucker for love, but... If it's somebody that I feel like hits everything that, you know, it's not like I have a checklist either. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of like, okay, I Max like this here, about yeah. you, I like this about you. I have two tests. Mm-hmm. Two things. Two <laughs> so tests. you do have a checklist. <laughs> there is this checklist. There is this checklist. If they pass this, they're good. Mm-hmm. One, I need to see them in a social setting. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean like a party or, you know, just a general gathering with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I need to know that we can each kind of float independently. Okay. okay. You know, we like show that. up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, not that we're purposely going to branch off, yeah, but, but she doesn't need to be up under you. Right. And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to be up under her. Exactly. You know, hey, I'm going to go grab a drink. All right. Well, hey, you know, I'm in the middle of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Cool. Yeah, perfectly. Like that's dope. Perfect. Yeah. We're talking. I look over. She's, you know, talking with the, somebody else and mm-hmm. they're chit chatting, mm-hmm. having a great time. You know, maybe every now and then we give each other a look, acknowledge each other's presence, you know, a little wink, a little cutesy face, something like that. You know, later on, maybe, you know, give a little kiss on the cheek, let her know you're there. You know, but just be natural. You don't Mm -hmm. feel like you have to live out a script. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, you're supposed to be at my hip at everything, you know? Exactly, yeah, I hate that. That you definitely don't want. And then the situation where, let's say, you try to make that happen and this person isn't like that, then at the end of the night, you're going to have the arms crossed. They're yeah. looking out the window Man. on the drive home. Why you always leave me? Yeah. You weren't even next to me. You didn't even show me any attention. You yeah. know, you yeah. do not want that. Yeah. So that's my one text. I kind of had that on the last one too, bro. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You, <laughs> you don't do want not that. want yeah. that. So that's that's test one. Second test is, okay, can we go on a casual breakfast or lunch? Mm-hmm. Not even dinner because dinner is a date. Again, mm-hmm. that feels so scripted. You have certain things you're supposed to lay out and their expectations. Do I make the kiss? Do I make a move? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If we go to breakfast or lunch, something casual like that, are we able to just get lost in time? Mm-hmm. So, you know, can we go to lunch 
and we're there for hours and we're just like, oh shit, three hours flew by. Let's let's get going now. Yeah. To where there's no awkward pauses or not somebody looking at their watch every five seconds like, are we leaving yet? Are we yeah. leaving yet? Yeah. That's my other test. Yeah. So if we can float at a party, mm-hmm. have our own good time independently, do all that and you know have no issues after and then if we can also go to breakfast or lunch or even dinner after a while but casually and just get lost in time and conversation mm-hmm. and not be looking at the clock every five seconds mm-hmm. those are my only two tests at least personality wise that i'm like okay if they can do that yeah they likely have all the traits that i'm looking for yeah yeah that's dope that's dope i think i think if i um if i think about something like that too man like because I, I, I'm very similar to you, super laid back, you know what I mean? And I don't really ask for too much. So I think for me, if I was to look at, you know, kind of kind of create tests for, for who I feel is like, yo, this is a good personality or a good person or whatever. I think the one thing is, since I really hardly ask people to do anything, because that's just kind of how I grew up, right? Like, yeah. I just grew up as like a self-sufficient human being. So if I ask you to do something... Like, and, and it could be small, big, whatever, even insignificant, right? I would, I would, I would think that you would be able to do it for me, right? So mm-hmm. that's, that's probably like one quest, you know, one, one test, excuse me, that I would say that I have for like women. Like that's, that's probably the biggest thing. And then the other thing is like being or having that personal space, you know? So yeah. with that, what I mean is that like, if we're having an issue, Right. And, and I'm kind of weird in this piece, but if we're having, like, an issue, uh, I don't want the world to know. Like, I'm a very private person. So mm-hmm. if we're having, like, an argument or you aren't liking the way that I'm doing something or I'm not liking the way right. you're doing something, like, we continue what we're doing and how we're doing it. And then maybe when we get to the car, we discuss it. Maybe when we get home, like, I'm not the type of person to where, like, I want the big drawn out, like, right. scene, you know, places, right. like, because I'll just walk away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So it's like it's like those two things are really big for me, um, and then and then dimples. Like I, I just I'm a huge dimples guy. Man. Dimples, like, yeah. Dimples. I don't know what it is, bro. I'm just a huge dimples guy. Like if you got see dimples, for me physically, I, I first it's the face, mm-hmm. and then legs, mm-hmm. and then everything else from there is bonus. Oh, I'm an ass man. Through well, I mean, through, I, I'm more the bro. boob guy. Yeah, I mean, as evidence, I'm more the boob guy, but. Um, if she doesn't have boobs or she doesn't have an ass, yeah. you know, we're good. It's okay. Yeah, as yeah. long as the face and the legs, and they pass those two tests yeah. <laughs> that I said earlier, we're good. Yeah. But it's funny that you mentioned the uh, the whole one issue that I have that I know it's an issue that I have is I'm not good at putting problems on the shelf and getting back to them later. Yeah. So I'm the type, like, if there's an issue and I know there's an issue, I'm like, no, now. Let's try to figure this out now. And I'll try to do it discreetly. I'll try to do I won't make a scene. I'm mm. not a scene maker. Yeah. But I'll be the type to kind of pull her aside like, look, this is what happened. Yeah. I don't want to be distracted and upset the rest of the evening. Yeah. Let's try to find some kind of resolution, even if it's temporary for now. Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, but I can't just be like, all right, I'm pissed. I'll brush it off for now. We'll get <laughs> That's one thing because I'm like, it'll, it'll have a tendency to be like, all right, you know, this isn't the right time for this, Mike. And it's like, yeah. But uh, yeah. real quick, real quick, let's just figure this <laughs> out real quick, please, real quick, you yeah. know. That, that's, I'm like, I'm like, yo, we have an issue, like, chill, just just chill, like, we'll take care of it, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I guess we're, 
different in that respect. But I guess I should look at my own my own mantra. When, you know, <laughs> when have I ever gotten to a point where I've been overcome, overcame? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I should look at my own. You know, practice my own preaching. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting, man. I think, especially when kind of going back to that timing piece, right? It's it's and I, it's crazy because I so agree with what you're saying, but I still feel as though like. For me, I always think in my head, I don't want to be with someone unless I know for sure, like, I won't want to cheat on them, right? And that yeah. kind of, like, that kind of, like, spreads out and, or kind of acts as an umbrella, I should say, with, like, a lot of the other decisions that I make. And I think right now, even if I was to find, like, the best girl in the world, I'd still want to see, like, what else is out there. See, and I guess you know that's, I mean? that's the big that's question. Problem. That's the yeah. big question. And, and this is something that, my philosophy on this has changed a million times, mm-hmm. but I think I finally have it, at least for me. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the relationship before, maybe it just wasn't what I wanted. Maybe we, I didn't, I wasn't into it as much as I thought I was, mm-hmm. but I was always curious. I never mm-hmm. really acted on anything, but my mind acted on it. Mm-hmm. I was extremely curious about everything else that was going on out there. Yeah. You know, so the second that I was out of it, I don't want to say free, but the second that I was free, then it was like, okay, I'm going to act on everything that I was thinking. Exactly. Then it got to the point where, you know, I had one lifestyle where it was, you know, relationship mic, you know, doing all these things. Then it was the kind of single mic, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I'm actually more relationship mic. Mm -hmm. That's actually more who I am. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think it's more the partner. Mm-hmm. I will say part of it internally was I didn't experience a whole lot before. Exactly. So when I was freed up, then it was like, okay, I experienced everything. But then it was like I learned about myself. Yeah. And then with myself, it was like, okay, I'm actually relationship, Mike. Yeah. I like relationships. Mm-hmm. It was just I have to be with the right girl. The right person, yeah. So now that I'm with the right person, I have no interest in anything outside, no extracurricular. That's dope. And I can say that honestly. I'm not just saying that because I know she's going to listen to this at some point. <laughs> I can honestly say I don't have any interest in that. I That's haven't good. been, you know, doing anything shady, any of the texting, anything like that because, it's like, everything that I have is here. Exactly. You know, so I'm good with that. But then it makes me think because I have other friends and I won't mention names that are like, you know, I'm in this situation and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, is it is it her mm-hmm. that's really good that works mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Or is it me? I don't have an interest in doing that. It makes me wonder, is that desire, like you said, the desire to cheat or do extracurricular, is that an internal thing or is that on the on the, on the the spouse, on the other one? That's a good question, man. I think, I think it's a little bit of both, but I think it's a big piece of it is, depending, like if you're a normal guy and you got morals, right? I think a big piece of it is the girl herself, you know what I mean? Like, who you're with, because, like, there's one girl that I'm trying to talk to, and, like, she is, she's with this guy who, like, treats her like crap, but she's she's been with him since she was, like, 16 years old, and she's, like, 22 now, another, another younger chick, um, but, like, she is madly in love with this dude, but he cheated on her, they broke up, she broke up with him, then she has, like, someone else, you know what I mean? So... Like, right now, she's, like, trying to get back with him, but he's kind of, like, pushing her to the side. Anyway, saying all to say, this girl's fucking perfect. Like, this girl is perfect, right? So, I think, like, she's, like, one of those type of people that, like, if I got her, I wouldn't have a need for, like, anything else. You know what I mean? So, I think it's, I think a big piece of it is the the person. Like, if you're getting everything you're looking for, then there's really no need for you to go looking for anything else because everything else pales in comparison. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think when it comes to the point to where what you signed up for, or not necessarily what you signed up for, that sounds bad, but what right. you're looking for in that person doesn't end up being truly what you thought it was, then you're like, well, why am I still with this person? Let me see what else is out there yeah. and see if I can actually get that hole fulfilled. Right. You know, and I think, I think, and that's why I kind of said, like, it's a little bit of both, but it depends on the guy, because if you got a girl that's having sex with you as much as you want, that is taking care of you, she meets all the parameters that you have, like, she meets those two goals <laughs> that, you know, test that right. you had, right? Awesome personality, mom is off the chain. Like, if you got a girl that meets all those little things in your head, morally, not only do you want to be with that person all the time, but I think morally, like, you're kind of like, what am I doing? Like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why would yeah. I even want yeah. to Yeah, and that's part of it, too. Up, I feel like, you know what I mean? not only is it like, okay, I don't have the interest. If you, I mean, if you think, like, okay, what would happen if I did that? And I'm like, I'll just be like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Myself, like, I really like, lost all of this for that, right, for that, right. you know, 30 minutes, 30, exactly, 45 minutes, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So I think if you find someone that's like that, that makes it all worth it, then I think for sure, like, you see other girls, right? But you're like, it doesn't even matter. You know, like, this yeah. is the person that I, I dig, exactly. you know, immensely, and she has everything I'm looking for, and... and and I already know that there's nothing else out there better than that. So um, I think I think that's a big piece of it as well. And that's kind of what I was like. I just need to find a girl that I wouldn't want to You can't rush into anything. You I will know? say that. So and, like, thing. the timing thing, I'm not saying, like, you should just rush for whatever. But, again, when you find the right one, yeah. then it's like, okay, well, timing is out the window now. This is yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. You know, for me, you know, we were talking about favorite quotes and kind of credos, so mm-hmm. more or less. One of my favorite quotes and it was actually from a movie, Fresh. I don't know. Have you ever seen Fresh? It's I haven't. Samuel Jackson. It's got um, the kid from the wood. You remember Young Mike? Is it a new movie? No, it's old. It's like mid-90s, I want to oh, say. Oh, no, no, no. Young Mike. Like, not like Omar Epps when he was a kid. Uh-huh. It's okay. him, but even younger than that. Wow. So he's like, you know, 10 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's a really good movie. I'll check it out. It's, it's basically the premise is... He's living in the hood, you know, he's got, he's dealing drugs, he's like mm-hmm. 10 years old, dealing <laughs> drugs for two different, you know, drug factions, uh-huh. I guess you would say, and um, at some point he starts kind of playing against each other, mm. and all the while, Samuel Jackson's kind of like this bum Yoda figure that's giving him like life advice through chess, so he starts kind of playing them against each other through chess, mm-hmm. like kind of through chess strategies. Wow. And it sounds kind of ridiculous, but it's one of my favorite movies. I but check that out, man. Sounds yeah, fun. yeah. So Samuel Jackson, one of the quotes that he tells the kid is, um, anything lost can be found again except time wasted. Mm. Wow, that is profound. Yeah, so that for me, that's like my favorite quote. Because for me, I'm not, you know, rich, I'm not ball and whatever i live a pretty good life but i'm not the type that like i just splurge for the sake of doing it but for me to me money is just a means of getting things that for me i I say money isn't isn't a thing yeah because it's a tool or it's an investment like i don't mind spending money on you know a vacation or a trip or hell even a coffee if i think that's going to make my day that much better it's an investment for just my general you know overall well-being If I lose money, it kind of sucks, but I can get over it. You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm like, shit, where did I put that 20? Mm -hmm. You know, it sucks because you need it, but I can get over it. Mm -hmm. The one thing I can't get over is wasted time. Yeah. I can't get over if I'm like, dude, 
this was an absolute waste of my time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing, there's no amount of money you can give me to make that go away. Exactly. My time was wasted. So I live by that big time. You know, mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me is I don't like wasting time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess to that same notion, I hate being in situations where there is, kind of like I said earlier, I, I hate the unknown. I hate where I'm like, there's an outstanding issue that we're not addressing at mm-hmm. the moment. I, I don't do well with no closure. Okay. I'm, a, I'm, the type I, I'm with you on that too, though. I need closure for sure. I've had situations in the past, and this is so long ago now that it doesn't matter, but I remember in like high school or college, there are so many situations with you know girls that you you're talking, that shit, <laughs> and it just kind of like ends, and you're just kind of like, well, what the hell happened? Yeah. You know, I can think of several occasions from high school, and again, it's high school, it doesn't matter now, but yeah. at the time, it, it like would drive you insane because you're like, well, what the hell happened? Yeah. You know, why why did this stop? You know, because then problem solver mode comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to address what went wrong so that I can maybe try to fix that or mm-hmm. learn from my mistakes for the future. Mm-hmm. So if it's a situation that never has closure, then I'm sitting there like, well, shit, you know, yeah. what do I learn from learned. this? Yeah, yeah. You know? That's true. So it's a big time thing, you know? It comes down to, like I said, you know, how did I effectively use my time? Yeah. If it got me nothing in the end, then it's like, what do I even learn from this situation? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no doubt, no it's doubt. It's kind of futile in that sense. I hear that. I, I, that time piece is, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy too when you think about it. I, it also kind of makes me think about like, I wonder if I'm also like worried about commitment, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nervous about committing to something and then potentially what if, what if I feel like my time is being wasted, you mm-hmm. know? So I think I'm a little nervous about commitment as well, especially as I'm getting a little bit older. You know what I mean? This is around the time that you start to like look for that person yeah. that you want to be with for for a long time. You know, so I think I think that time wasted thing is important to a lot of people. You know, and I think right. I think for me right now, it's just trying to figure that out and make sure that, like you said, like you don't rush into something and you get yeah. the right person when you're supposed to is is pretty big too. Well, kind of to take what you said in the beginning of the podcast Mm -hmm. and make it a little bit more deep, Mm -hmm. you were talking about, you know, the girl coming over, you had really no expectations. Yeah. And then it ended exactly how you would have wanted it to end. Of course, yeah. So, that same note, if you look at, you know, as that as a microcosm of relationships and maybe Mm -hmm. even life in general, Mm -hmm. when you go in not expecting a handout or you go in just thinking like, you know, whatever happens, happens, mm-hmm. then you'll be amazed by how appreciative and how amazed you are by just random things happening. Yeah. You know, there are situations where I'm like, you know, I get out of a serious relationship and I'm like, all right, I need to find a replacement. And then you're like, wait, that's stupid. You can't just rush into something. Exactly. But then you kind of get your mind focused and set on one goal. Like, all right, this is the one thing I need. And then out of nowhere, you know, you end up dating your best friend. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and that's Thursday for a loop. exactly. But it's exactly. I'm like, wow, I so never would have seen this happening, but I couldn't be happier. You know, and that's those situations that just kind of fall into your lap, and then yeah, you're those like, are the best. They, yeah. they they're hands down the best. And you know, I think I've I've given people that advice before. You know, sometimes you you. You think you may want to go with this one girl, and it doesn't work out, or yada yada yada, yeah. right? And you know, I think a big piece of, of sometimes the best relationships is not forcing it or, or just really anything, right? Like right. you said, you can kind of kind of, kind of use this for life in general. I think really not focusing on, like, 
dang, I need to get this, you know what I mean? And and sometimes with relationships, just letting it happen. Like, don't try, you know? Let it be natural. Yeah. Because those things, typically, those natural um, interactions are usually the best ones. Yeah, the organic ones you just kind of happen. Super organic, and they just end up being, you know, super dope. So, I definitely, you know, I think I think that's something that I'm just doing right now, man. Just letting things happen yeah. as they do. And, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Like I said, that one girl that I'm just madly in love with, um, but she's she's just another thing that's just like I'm gonna let her do her. Like if she ends up yeah. staying with a boyfriend forever, that's cool too. If that's always if I get that situation. opportunity, yeah, you know. Well, it's because it's it's catch twenty two because you're like once you get them, and we've been there before. We've all been there where mm-hmm. you're talking to a chick that had a boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Second, they're freed up. I mean, there are memes about it with you know all kinds of shit. You're yeah. just like, oh yes, now's my time. Yeah. Then you start doing your thing with them. Then you wonder like. What's to stop the next dude from doing this to me? That's true. But and I mean, I don't care how right my, your game is. Yeah. I don't care how good you are for that person. You know that they at least have it in them to be capable of doing something like that. Yeah. So, so the, that's that's a good point, right? And I think one one of the biggest pieces about like that girl because I've thought about it, right? If she does break up with a boyfriend, one of the things that I wouldn't do is try to is be a rebound. Yeah. Right. Like, we wouldn't have sex at all, which is the craziest thing, especially coming from a no, guy. No, I've been there, though. I've been there. Me. I've been you there. You know, like, you need to let them, like, you get let through. It build up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Let it, it build up. Let them get through, like, that, oh, my goodness, I just broke up with him. I need to have something. Like, she can have sex with somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care. I just don't want to be that rebound yeah. guy because then it becomes your whole relationship is one-dimensional. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you're just there when I needed you type of thing, you know? Exactly. And see, I've made the mistake before. I was the fool. You know, patience is a virtue. It really is. It is, is bro. It's, it can be practiced. It can be perfected. You don't get to that level. It's it's tough. Mm-hmm. And I've been in a situation where you try to rush it, and you might get what you kind of wanted, but at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, you were just kind of a tool, more or less, for yeah. them to move on or exactly. something like that. And yeah. it's like, you know, one-dimensional. It's, you know, the basis of this relationship is simply the physical aspect. And exactly. that's not what you want at all. Yeah. You want somebody yeah. that you can mentally connect with. Exactly. You know, and the funny thing is, too, a lot of the times, like, I guess I'll put this metaphorically. I, I All the movies that I've been real excited to see, you know, this past year, I was so excited to see Avengers mm-hmm. when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I would be so excited to see the Star Wars movies. You know, all, any of these bajillion movies. Cloverfield. Cloverfield's yeah. another one. You always, when you put something on a pedestal. Yeah. And you build it up. <laughs> and you build it up so much. It is impossible for your your expectations to meet the reality. So then it becomes like, oh my god, I can't wait till this. I, I can't wait till this happens. I can't wait till this happens. And then it happens. You're just like, oh, well, I mean, that wasn't. Yeah. That's why I stopped talking Divine. about my, my stroke game, bro. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped bragging on my stroke game, bro. Like you yeah. can't. You start bragging on your stroke game too much, and then they you just like gotta let your actions. You, you know, know what you, you gotta do? Though? You know what you can do is if others talk about your stroke. Oh game, yeah, if others, then it's but, like, but then right. it still backs it, bigs it up. You know what yeah. I mean? It still gases True. it. The and pressure is still up. If you if you have that opportunity, like oh maybe you're drunk and you can't even get up and you're flaccid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it's like, wait, I heard all this stuff, and then like you know. Then you're trash. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. I always I, say, I man, Jordan had games where he shot maybe two for 20. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> Jordan that's true. Never, Jordan's yeah. not a thousand percent, you know? That's true. That's true. Right. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, 
you know, it's just kind of, kind of. Got to take it day to day. Yeah, you definitely got to take take it day to day, and that's that's really what I'm doing now, man. It's trying <laughs> applying to sh- sports cliches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it is yeah. though; it's true. They say it all the time. Just you know, game. Take it one game at a time. Take yep. it one day at a time. Yeah. One event at a time. You know, and and it, it, it's perfect because it just kind of, like I said, just goes along with where I'm at right now. Like I'm just, I just want to take it, you know, one day at a time, and. uh you know, one one game or one girl at a time, whatever, whatever we want to, yeah, you know, kind of yeah. kind of extend that to. But um, you know, until I until I know that I'm I'm ready and I have time and and yada yada yada, and I can continue. So, it, you know, to your point, I really hope that I don't find that incredible girl. You know what I mean? Because because <laughs> then it's like, damn, like you're there, and if I don't, you know, you could be you could be my white buffalo. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's, it doesn't it's, hurt though. To I will say. Life experience too. If you're looking like, okay, this is my goal. This is the one that I'm going after. Mm-hmm. I, I just said the best things happen when you they kind of like fall on your lap. Absolutely. So the one that you think you're going after could really just serve as a distraction. Yeah, that's true. So it keeps your mind off, you know, so you have the capacity to be surprised for mm-hmm. things to fall into your lap. Mm-hmm. Because in your mind, you're like, this is the one I'm going after. This is the one that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then something else happens. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this is actually better. Like, yeah. what, what was I thinking all along? Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry <laughs> about that pressure, that anticipation, or the concern with, you know, something because you don't even know it's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. You know, so. I've, I've had that before, too. There was this yeah. one girl that, when I was younger, I was all into. And I actually <laughs> I passed. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? I actually passed on this one chick. Because I was like, oh, no, you two kind of know each other. Like, I don't want you. Yeah, you know, but this, this one chick, she was so fine. Like, she had the fattest ass. And I did not, <laughs> like, get with her because I was worried about her, about the other girl finding out. So it's just like, you know, I, I think you're talking a little bit deeper than, than, than that. But, you know, the kind of the, the premise still still fits. It's it's definitely sometimes trying to wade through that that smoke screen of like hey this is the girl that i'm trying to go for and see what's right in front of you i think it's important sometimes but i don't know man hopefully it's not the girl that i'm currently you know messing with because yeah it's is you know i don't know she and just to be sure everything i've said has been very friggin uh you know profound <laughs> over analytical <laughs> oh yeah that's the point when dude. you dumb it down to the simplest form you know just day to day yeah Stay up, yeah. like you said. Do you? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you know overthink shit? Like I've been doing this entire podcast. Oh, well, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let you know into the crazy philosophies that we have, the, yep. the mindsets. But oh yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, man, fuck bitches get money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. At the end of the day, I think our money, money, will come on here and uh, attest to that. From the from the past, anyway. He's he's no longer into that anymore. Yeah. He's a happily married man. Yeah. yeah happily. Yeah. Two kids. Shout out to Armani. Shout Armani out to boy. him. Shout yeah. out to uh, Jock. We'll have Jock on at some point. I know Steven. Steven's supposed to come by tonight, man. Yeah, What's he's up? a That's your boy. That's your man. He said he was going to work out, bro, but he said that like he was going to work out at like 2 o'clock. He's been off all day. He was Snapchatting videos on the treadmill. Nah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even know why he's working out this late. He was supposed to come know. through. He's supposed to go with me to the mall, too, but you know how that happens. So. Yeah. We'll get him on one time, have a three-man pod. Uh, I know we were supposed to have maybe Gary as a backup. 
you know, oh, for yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. But he had his own issues. Yeah. So <laughs> two, two men this time, but it's all good, man. I had fun. Yeah, good conversations. I look forward to more of these. For and sure. like I said, we'll have the whole crew on at some point. Maybe not all at the same time. It's a shit show. <laughs> yeah, but, it would be a shit you know, show. <laughs> we can break them down here and there. But, you know, always good times, good talks. For sure. Uh, any kind of shameless uh, plugs, shout outs uh, to close things out? <laughs> Yo, if you need any Apple products, come to the Best Buy Galleria. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, man. Go to man. that location, man. That's 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 where it's at. Um, now, nah, man, I don't have any other any other plug. Any shout outs? All right. Well, thanks for joining the Mike Silva Show. Follow uh, on Twitter at Mike Silva Show, Facebook.com slash the Mike Silva Show. Stay tuned for. All updates and uh, other great conversations like this one. And, uh, yeah, just keep it real and stay up. What was the quote again? Close it out on the Ric Flair quote. Oh, yeah. And I'll do it in Ric Flair voice. If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down. You just stay up. That's where this sport card costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs. I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's where I got lizard shoes and a Rolex watch, and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go, woo, because I'm the world champion, sucker. (laughs) All right, so on that note, everybody stay up and stay tuned. We're out.